Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> What's up? This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, a.k.a. White Mike. Today, you are going to listen to a smash mouth live show from Houston, Texas. Me and G Moody live on stage in Houston with special guest motherfucking Paul Wall. Houston OG, Houston legend. In Houston, we gave the final Willie Hutching of Tony Romo. We had some live sick fucks of the week and fantastic Kanye West stories from Paul Wall. This is a dope live show. Almost a year after the city was underwater, we came, we saw, we kicked ass. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, live from Houston, me and G Moody, with our special guest, Paul Wall. Miles, Jordan, you know what to do. All right, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast live tour continues this week. The world tour continues August 22nd, Wednesday, August 22nd, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at Union Transfer. Me and G Moody are going to show. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, be ready for a fucking kick-ass show. You know we love all things Philadelphia, everything from Dr. J to World Be Free to Daryl Dawkins to The Roots to Schooly D and the entire Philadelphia sound. August 22nd, live from Philadelphia and then from Boston. We're coming up to Boston, baby. Boston is our town, Saturday, August 25th. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast continues the 22nd in Philadelphia and the 25th in Boston. There are tickets still available at IamRappaportTour.com. In Boston, we're having special guest, motherfucking Warren Sapp, live. We're talking all kinds of shit. Plus, my main man from Boston, Jermaine Wiggins. This is going to be a shit. Yo, dudes think they're going to have me on my heels in Boston. It's not going down. 
Okay, it's going to be a kick-ass show in Boston Saturday night. It's going to be a kick-ass show in Philadelphia the 22nd. Tickets are available at IamRappaportTour.com. That's a good one. The Rod Strick? The Rod Strickland, a podcast co-host. I like it, and I'll take it. Yeah, my name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, and we're going to take you 15 rounds deep Yep. in a shit-talking extravaganza live from the H. And the first thing we want to do is sort of inform you guys we're going to talk football because i know texas is a huge football state (laughs) but you guys now have the honor of having our guy carmelo anthony as a houston rocket so we just want to prepare houston and what they're going to be dealing with for the next years because we had carmelo Yes. We don't fact check, but we had him for six or seven years. Yeah. We had the good, the bad, and the hoodie. So get your booing ready. Get ready to boo. We're going to free him. But five things that you guys need to be aware of and prepare of in the upcoming year or two with Carmelo Anthony is number one. Number one, you lost your two best defenders, Trevor Ariza and Mbute, and you got the worst defender you're ever going to have in Carmelo Anthony. In the history of the league. Hall of Famer, career average 24. He couldn't guard Jordan Winter on a cold day. Jordan Winter, Miles Davis are in the house, the Dust Brothers. Number two, Carmelo Anthony will take, when he gets the ball at the three-point line, he will take many jab steps. Many necessary jab steps. And then he will continue taking five more unnecessary jab steps and run the 24-second clock tick down. To the ground. Nobody in the NBA jab steps anymore except for Carmelo Anthony. By the time Carmelo Anthony stops jab-stepping, James Harden's fucking beard will go great. We're gonna get to that fucking beard later. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what, if, if they said, if they said to James Harden, if you shave that fucking rat's nest. Yeah. Yeah, he looked like Wolverine and shit out there, man. If, if we guaranteed you'd get to the finals if you shaved that rat's nest, yeah. I guarantee, you know, he wouldn't just shave it right away. No, no. He'd, he'd taper it down. He'd have to think about it. He'd contemplate it. He'd be like, shit. Yeah. A championship or cut this shit. A championship or people are going to actually see my fucking teeth. Yeah. That's the whole deal. <laughs> that, that's why he grow that motherfucker. No leadership skills. Hoodie Mello is done. Houston can welcome sulking Carmelo Anthony. Hoodie Mello's the guy who wears the hoodies, but when you see Carmelo Anthony do this... That's it. That's when you gotta fucking worry. That means first round exit. This he usually does in the fourth quarter when he's not playing. Yeah. Cursing at uh, D'Antoni. Under his breath. You fuck, I wish you grew that mustache back. (laughs) And then finally, the greatest thing you have to look forward to is that you have the most, the most decorated Olympian, Olympic basketball player ever, which means absolutely nothing in the NBA. But he's got three gold medals, so good fucking luck to you guys. Yes, yes. What else you got, bro? I got a a whole bunch of shit. This is... I, I, I just, I, I like this crowd here. I, yeah, I, feel, I like them. I feel very comfortable like and confident with it. 
We're gonna we're gonna whip these motherfuckers into shape too. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. You know, so tonight, tonight, yo money, to talk to money, money, cool out, man. Watch the show. Stop, hey, money, stop hey, that hey, bullshit, hey, man. Hey, listen, hey, listen. I don't know if he's listen to me. You fuck you. Yeah. Don't you? We're gonna have to please. fucking stand up for you, man. We Sit the to come fuck up. down. Word. Sit the fuck down. We're doing a meet and greet later. You're not invited. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I yell on this fucking guy. Hey, I got you, Moody. Relax, relax. You're gonna fuck the show up. Yeah. I just want to make sure we I clarify. I haven't gotten over my resentment of the Knicks losing to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, 94. Was a tough year, man. Akeem the Dream, Robert Ory, Sam Cassell, Kenny the Jet Smith. Man, Robert Ory, everybody. Great team. They beat our guys, the Knicks. Are, uh, they beat the best Knicks we ever had. In our lifetime. And it was all O.J. Simpson's fault. <laughs> yeah. O.J. was on the sucker shit. Everything was going good until that cocksucker had to get into the white Bronco. Yep. End of uh, fucking screen. We didn't see the fucking game. Yeah, yeah. It's so unimportant. The NBA Finals mean nothing because this fucking, this fucking hit. You fucking cocksucker. <laughs> You oh. lost us the NBA championship. <laughs> Everything was going good until OJ, what was his name? AC Green, A. Cowling. AC Cowling. AC Cowling. Yeah. Fuck this up. But you know, it's fantasy football season, and I'm looking, I'm looking closely at all the Houston Texans. You guys are going to have a good, uh, a good season. Honey Badger, friend of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Yep. Deshaun. <laughs> My man, D-Hop, DeAndre. Jadavian Clowney, who I saw in person one time. He's a fucking, he's a, he's a, he'll slap fire out your ass, oh. Jadavian Clowney. That's what they need here. But J.J. Watt, I mean, like, you know, we were thinking before we were doing the show, last year around this time, this city was under fucking water. Yeah. Houston yeah. strong. So we're so glad to be here. I think last year we were going to perform her. Yeah. Amazing, amazing recovery. That's what time it is. We saw this week. I don't, I don't understand. I never... I never thought of Houston as a, a potentially corrupt city. Right. And it crossed my mind, but maybe there's some corruption that for some reason, that fuck, Who? Mr. God, Mr. 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 Everything, Mr. <laughs> Bible Thumper. Mr. Psalm. Mr. Psalms. Mr. Proverb. Yeah. Joel Olstein, that yeah. fuck. Uh, uh, how do you guys feel about this motherfucker? Mr. 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 Botox face backstreet boy cocksucker. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking con. <laughs> he's Mr. Mr. Pulp, Mr. Oh, I mean, for the one time you had an opportunity to show it. You did shit. You wouldn't let the people in. Right. Mr. And then for some reason, Mr. God said no. He looks like he got kicked out of the Backstreet Boys, this fucking guy. Like he was like, like the sixth man on the Backstreet Boys and Donnie Wahlberg said, nah, not him. Not him. All that preaching, all he's got arena sized. What has he got? He's got the church, he's got the this. Yeah, he's got the summit. I think he owns the fucking summit. When it was time to put up. Put up or shut up, he was. And people were fucking at the door. He said no. He was in Tahiti freaking off with three, four, five broads at a time. Yeah. No, he ain't a stick man. He's a slick man. They were. There's <laughs> a lot of chit chat in here. Yeah, money. Don't make me turn the lights up and put that Willie yeah. Hutch shit on. Yeah. yeah. 
This motherfucker was he ooh-wee. He had the ooh-wee. Oh, he's on that Jerome. Yeah, hell yeah. He took a tab. He's on that Maurice. Yup. He got residue all over his fucking face, man. Look at him. He's on that gumball. Hell yeah. Sit your ass. It's only 8 o'clock he's on that shit. K2. My man, that's my man K2. Yeah, K2's in the front row. Look at K2. <laughs> I don't, how could you be this hyped up in swamp ass season? Yeah, it's five minutes into the show. He's fucking foaming at the mouth. It's mid-August in Houston, Texas. I mean, this is everything that is swamp ass season. I mean, we are deep in the throes Yo, of that, swamp ass season. That humidity is like a fucking force field out there. I, I, I know why people walk slow when they're down south. Yeah. You can't fuck away. Like, you, you can't be in a rush to go anywhere when you're down here. All your fucking body water would just evaporate. And I don't understand. Everybody's with the barbecue and the cooked hams and the ham hocks, and I'm with all that shit. <laughs> ham hocks. You, you send me to a place where there's some chitlins. Paul Wall, you take me to a place with some chitlins. Paul I don't Wall. give a fuck. And, 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 when, and when you walk out that motherfucker, you're going to have a heart attack. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I don't understand. It, it, it's so hot. How could it? Don't fuck with them chitlins. I, I fuck with the chitlins. Ah, no, no. You know what we're going to do? We're not going to... See, no, money, no, no, getting, we got money getting heated. No, no, no. Chill. Who, who, who's, who are you with? You fucking up his experience, Who's, who's he with? We're going to go after his friends if you can't control his fuck. Yeah. Yo, control your man. Money, chill. Money, Enjoy chill. Show. We're going to put you in the fucking hole. Yeah. We're going to put you in the fucking back? Yeah. I got the gorilla duct tape in the back. You want yeah. the fucking duct tape? Hell yeah. Not the silver shit, the black, the black duct tape. Gonna drag your ass out of here, man. Biggie small style. <laughs> you got your 7-Eleven sunglasses on. Listen to me, you fuck. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. You cocksucker. You got white. <laughs> Arnold Palmer shorts wearing motherfucker. Motherfucker got on black sneakers with white socks, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Take your fucking socks off. Yeah. He got on Nikes. He got on Nikes and some Puma socks. Word. The fuck out of here. Hold your head. Hold your fucking head. I, 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 he's gonna make me. He's gonna make me lose my voice in the first seven minutes. I got him. I got it. Where I got this fucking thing under control? I saved a fucking plane. This is nothing. Yeah. That's right. I saved a fucking plane. This is nothing. Sully ain't got shit on you, man. I had a guy. I was on a plane. I swear this happened. And the only reason why I didn't have 2018 summer airplane incident two is because of 2018 summer air incident one. Yes. I'm up there in first class, minding my business, listening to that good soul. Mm -hmm. I'm not sleeping. I got my sunglasses on, my hat, and a hoodie. Just because just that's how I get down on the plane. I'm, I'm chilling. I got my, my whole area wiped down, sprayed down. I got my little spray. I should have brought my spray on stage. For this motherfucker right here. <laughs> Go ahead. And I see a fucking guy while I'm sitting there, walks past me. This is just too three weeks after I saved a plane. Then turns back, got his phone right here, comes right up to my face, oh. filming me on a plane. I don't care about being filmed. I don't care about being filmed at Starbucks. I don't care about being filmed at the gas station, but on a plane, I felt like violated. Yeah. Like he was looking to like, you know, so they, I, he they says to They're trying to test me, you. What? They're trying to test you. They're like, yo, he saved the plane. Let's see what he got. Let's see, let's see what's good. Let's right. see if he's really about that stretch shit. Yeah. Let's see if, let's see if it was bullshit. But I'm, I'm going to go right I, I, up I, in his face. But the only reason why I didn't get crunk on the plane, crunk, that's that South shit, <laughs> is because of incident number one. You know, I, I wanted to acknowledge, because we're in the state of Texas, this is where Johnny Cluckhead won his Heisman. Yeah. How many y'all motherfuckers like Manziel? You don't think he's embarrassing Americans up there in Canada? You're an American playing Canadian football, a Heisman Trophy winner. That makes the Heisman Trophy look like a fucking joke. Yeah. You're embarrassing us. They should take his Heisman and give it to fucking OJ after they <laughs> took OJ's Heisman away. 
He should volunteer it to I mean, what, what, what validity does that give the Heisman Trophy? Like, yo, you can't even get busy in Canada, yeah, Duke. Yeah, you get knocked out. Get knocked the fuck out. You threw four interceptions in one half of football. You came back the next game. I can do that. They gave him the Joe Frazier shit at the line. Yeah. Out, man. You embarrassing us, man. Shit. And Texas is a great football state. Word. It's probably the football state. Word. Warren Moon went out there and showed his ass, man. Got what, busy. what you doing? Doug Flutie was out there. He's 5'6". They knocked the fucking shit out of Manziel. He had to sit out game four of the Canadian. We were in Canada. We did a show in Toronto. We took a poll in Canada. I said, how many of you Canadian cocksuckers give two shits about Canadian football? They started booing at me. That's when you uh, just turn in your fucking helmet. We're going to get to Tony Romo later. Yeah. <laughs> That's like raw meat. Yeah. <laughs> Dangle raw meat in front of these motherfuckers. But it's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. And, uh, you know, I told you we got special guests. So we're going to talk some shit. You know, we came to Houston. We knew we needed to get some Houston, some soil, some deep-rooted soil. Yes. So we're going to bring to the stage our guy, Paul Wall. We'll bring him up to the stage. Paul Wall. The great Paul Wall. How you feeling, my man? Feeling good, man, feeling good. <laughs> so we knew, we were like, yo, first of all, we, we linked up when I was down here for the big three. For the big three, But yep. like, like Houston, there's like a few names synonymous with Houston. Earl Campbell. Is Earl Campbell in the house? Yeah, yeah they're about to wheel him out. In the no, 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 no. It's the Rose of Texas. Don't yeah, know I, love, you. I, love, I love Earl. Earl was my guy. Yeah. You know, hip-hop, you guys have your all, all, all kinds of, like, the legacy down here. So we knew we needed to bring you down here and, and rock with us. Yes, so, so, Paul, like, you're known, like, you're hip-hop and, and, and your girls. And I'll, I will be the first to let you know, Paul Wall just hooked me up backstage, fitted me hero with my grills. hero grills. Hero <laughs> grills. The hero. Hey, an American hero needs to have a grill, man. A real American hero needs a real hero grill. So next time you and G. Moody, y'all getting on a plane stretching, pop your grill in, you know what I'm saying? So you tell, hey, back away from that door. Hey, back away from that door. You can tell them, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. If, I mean, if I can't, if I'm sitting in first class with a grill on and I can't control shit, I might as well not be in first class with a grill on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. So you, so name some of the people, like, could you, like, just rattle off, like, 10, ten of the people you've given grills to. Uh, some of the, you know, the big names. Uh, there's athletes like Shaq or LeBron or Venus and Serena. Uh, you know, our wow. Houston Astros, we just gave them World Series grills, yeah. Oh, you gave the whole team? Did, the whole team. How did, you, how did you get to the, who did you beat to get to the World Series versus Houston? Uh, we, yeah, we beat, the, yeah, we beat the Yankees and then we beat the Dodgers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But y'all don't want enough, man. Let us get us Fuck. one, man. But hey, but we, you know, we never settled. So this year, we, I don't know if we backdoor this year, I've been thinking, I don't know if I'm going to upgrade the grills if we win again this year or what. I might... I don't know, we might, we might pass out some Texan Wild Wheel Swingers, some Fofos. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you did the Houston Astros, did you, do, did you fit them all custom one by one? Uh, they, you know, a lot of it was, we didn't want to do it because the idea came when I was at a restaurant here at State 48 and I saw Justin Verlander, um, Dallas Keuchel, and uh, Tyler Clippin, and I just mentioned to them, what's up, you ready for your grills? We go to the World Series, I'm hooking y'all up. And it was just, you know, just kind of joking around a little bit. And then uh, we went to the World Series, and it was like, okay, it's time now. We really going to do that. But they, when I mentioned it to them, they were all like, yeah, hell yeah, I want some grills. So they kind of like set it in motion. But and when we're battling in the World Series, I don't want to be a distraction for the squad. You know what I'm saying? It was more like hype for the fans, getting hype. But for me, it was like, look, if we lose the World Series, it's not going to be because I was bidding for grills. Right. So you know what I'm saying? Uh, so we had, to, we had to wait till it was over. And was when over, we won, bro. it was like, okay, y'all come by the shop, me and my boy Johnny. 6224 Richmond already. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shout out to my boy TV Johnny one time. My boy Johnny. <laughs> so, so Justin Verlander, he's the one who goes out with... Uh, Kate Upton. And they had the skeet pictures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't go over too good here. Had to, they had Justin Verlander and Kate Upton, they had some skeet pictures. Oh, what? Damn. I, I told him we got the his and hers, you know. 
You didn't make no grill for her? Nah, not yet, but I don't know. It's, it's on ice. It's waiting for it. So, if, like, I was very conscious when, 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 you, when you hooked me up. Like, I was like, the last thing I want is Paul Wall to be like, Mike Rapp's breath is hot as fuck. <laughs> Have right. you ever had to give a grill for somebody where you could just be like, yo, my man, you're going to burn through the fucking yeah. metal? You know, uh, definitely, especially in the earlier days. I mean, it, it still happened to... Every day at our store, people walk in there, and a lot of times they just browsing, and then it turns into a good deal. Fuck it, let me get my grill. So, uh, you know, people always aren't like you where they're cautious. So a lot of people don't care about their breath. They only care about the other person's breath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely in my, uh, in my earlier days, though, man, we, I got some grill horror stories of uh, some people. Some people breath, man. Oh, man, especially when you get somebody who has had uh, permanent teeth and they want to upgrade or they've had them for 10 years and they want to get them taken out and they get them taken out by the dentist and they look like, you know... They got the glue on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So without saying whose they were, what's the most expensive grill you ever made? We made one for Vaughn Miller. Oh, you said don't... Well, I'll oh, say you him. Say it, I say him, yeah. He got, he got it, was about, it was almost 60000 It was some, something crazy. You know, it's sometimes I hear about people say they want they spun 100000 on a grill or... You know, look... A pair of Jordans costs how much? Almost $200? So I could sell you a pair of Jordans for uh, uh, $10,000, but they only worth $200, you know? Right. So oh, some okay. people, you know, if, if I'm a... One thing, me and my partner, Johnny Dane, one thing we always prided ourselves on was doing good business, not getting over on somebody because they didn't know how much something costs. So we do something basic. We, we make money, but it's a, a percentage base. It's right, not a... Uh, this motherfucker got right. it. Yeah, man. Hey, one time, we got to give a round of applause to my boy Johnny one time. TV Johnny. Yo, for sure, man. My boy. Yeah. So, so, so one of the things, one of the things that I've always loved about, about Texas, Houston in general is like the culture of Houston is, is so specific to Houston. It's so specific to Texas. And, and like, like, especially within hip-hop, like, I feel like New York, like, we've sort of lost our, our identity. Like, New York used to be, like, Timberlands. We had all our shit. And then, like, for some reason, dudes started biting. New York dudes started, like, rocking Florida shit, Atlanta shit, Texas shit, L.A. shit. So if, if a spaceman came down and asked you, Paul Wolf, what is Houston? What is What are, like, the essential Houston things? What would you say? Like, break, break Houston down to, to, to some New York motherfuckers like me and Moody. Okay, definitely. Uh, you know, it's hotter down here. So, you know, the heat, like you said, it does kind of slow you down a little bit, although we just take our time with it. We're just not in a rush, because if you start rushing too much, you're going to be sweating. You're going to have to take two or three showers a day. Yeah. So, you know, we, we always have been like a slower pace. We move at a slow pace, but we move at our pace, kind of not like we somebody don't tell us. So that, that all comes with it. So... You know, one, we always been a big, you know, we're the truck state. We got the most trucks more than any other state. So everybody got a big ass truck. And, you know, I got to tell you, I had, a, I had an experience and I thought it was bullshit. On the way over here, I called an Uber. The motherfucker come up with a pickup truck. F-150. Yeah? He picked you up an F-150. Oh, they got Uber pickup trucks. Now, I don't want to get in the fucking front with the pickup truck, yeah. dude. I'm in Houston. Yeah, That's too close to his ass. And he says, I wish you were going on a longer ride with me. I go, what are you oh. talking about, Bubba? Like, what are you? Oh. See the says, heat. We're not doing that. That's that heat, B. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But okay, definitely so with that also, you know, Cadillacs have always been something or the GM type of anything come from GM, Chevrolet, Cadillacs, all that always have been always real America. big here. Yeah. Definitely Cadillacs are something we always loved in Texas. Now, uh, a lot of come with the slope, with, with the being hot. It all culminates from that. So the, the food here is slow smoke. The barbecue is slow smoke. Mm. You know, Great uh, barbecue. You know, uh, the, DJ Screw, of course, he, he invented a style of music that now you, you, you hear being, you know, and he always would say he going to screw the world. And it wasn't just a catchy uh, saying. It was like that was really he wanted to bring the style of music to the world. And he, he get, created an avenue of hip-hop for all of us down here. Now, everyone in Houston wasn't a part of that movement or wasn't influenced by that movement. But that gave our city an identity that was unlike no other. And, you know, it's to the point now where even, you know, almost 20 years after DJ Screw passed away, it's been 15, 16 years, uh, you know, he died in, you know, it's my mom's birthday, November 16th, uh, 2000, 2001. So, you know, it's been almost 20 years now 
and you hear this style of music be sampled in other artists right. from Justin Timberlake, right. Black Eyed Peas. So it, it's not just Southern hip hop or Texas hip hop, but it's mainstream music. So the, the yeah. slow pace come with the heat, with the you know the cars. The, the, the lanes are a little wider, so they, they allow me to put my, my pokers on, so I can swing wide. Right. You know. And how about that lean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the lean. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 what is that shit? That fucking lean. What is that? Yeah. What, what exactly yeah. is it? What is that shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cough syrup. Hey, I'm just. All I'm doing is following my doctor's orders. A doctor tell me. I, it's prescribed from the doctor. The doctor says mix it with food. That's what I'm doing. So I'm just I'm following doctor's orders, cough, man. Cough, hey. cough syrup and ice. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Cough syrup over yeah. ice. Oh, you just sipping the shit. And yeah, your you ass know, will be leaning. Yeah, we mix it with we mix it with sodas. It's something that's been around, you know, since the 80s for sure. It might have been around since the 70s, but for sure, I know for a fact it's been around since syrup. the 80s. That's that syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I don't yeah. have the disposition. Like, yeah. there must not be a lot of Jewish men out here, because that shit would have me tucked under this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I'd be like, your ass would be under the stage and shit. Well, be- I mean, to me, like when I, I you know, and, and it's like a, a gr- kind of gray area, because part of it is it's it's a big part of our identity and our culture here in Houston. Another part of it is. We don't want to advocate too much for it because there's a lot of crash dummies out there who don't, right. you know, either one, they're sipping fake syrup or two, they're combining things. And, you know, so it's, it's something where we don't try to promote it too much yeah. on a mainstream type of level. I and got then, you. And then they, you know, when Justin Bieber got caught with it, they, they banned it. That's when activists shut down. They said, they said if Justin Bieber's sipping our product recreationally, we don't want and that was that, it. And they, they shut it down after that. Oh, but he had some syrup before this he came fucking guy. He is fucking guy. I he might tell. need some syrup. He, he, he needs some syrup. Yeah. He reminds myself. He reminds me of myself in the third grade. He can't fucking. He's like. Yeah. He's dying to say something. I'm gonna stick this microphone up your ass. <laughs> Fuck. No, Bruno. Word. He can't help himself. Yeah. Look at him. He's yeah. like elated. The more I call him a fuck, the happier he gets. Look at, he's got his fucking lean. He's got blue syrup. You junkie cock sucking you. Uh, but, it, you know, with like, uh, you know, with a lot of artists coming from Houston, making it mainstream, we'd be in different cities. Like, I don't do cocaine. So right. I would be in other city. Like, I'd be in New York like, hey, man, where the drink at? Ain't nobody got no syrup out here. And they'd be like, know. man, what you talking about? Uh-huh. And it'd be funny to me because I remember sometimes we'd be like with our record executive who's like multi-millionaire, super high-powered in the, in the record business, and they'd be doing lines of cocaine, and I'd be asking for syrup, and they'd be looking at me like I'm a crackhead. Like you're crazy. Like, like oh, you si- you're sipping cough syrup? Like, they really would look at me like I'm a crackhead and then turn around and take a bump. And they're Whoa. on that booger sugar. Yeah, yeah, on the booger. So it'd be like, yeah. damn, man, it was just, you know, but... Uh, to each his own. Yeah, to each <laughs> his own, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So you're like... You're known also like as like when I say hustler, I mean this in the best sense of the word. Like a motherfucker, like you, you know, like we're talking about the grills. Obviously, your 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 music career. W- what is it that put that in you? Like what like what other stuff are you involved in, and why do you have that? Like you know, you hear about Paul Wallace, Paul Wallace, and at first he was like, oh yeah, everybody got a business, and then you're like 20 years later, and when grills grills sort of were popping, yeah. and then it dipped, and now grills are sort of like main, like yeah. the Kardashian got grilled. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, speaking on that, I, I Wait, rem- when you see somebody like the Kardashian yeah. with grills, are you like, what the fuck did I do? Well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes, but I made their grill, so I'm like, shit, I can't be mad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, did, did so you- my bad. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, I'm not hating, because, hey, hey, homeboy's girl's worth yeah. a billy. Yeah, yeah. A bill. Yeah, I remember making her grills too when she was like 11, 10 years, 12 years old. So even now, like when I see Kylie Jenner, I think of when I first met her and she, you know, she was 12 years old or, you know, around that age. So I'm like, now I don't see Kylie Jenner now when I look at her, I see a child because that's how I met her. Uh, But, you know, it definitely was, you know, when we made grills for Paris Hilton. You know, uh, people, you know, a lot of other people, it was kind of getting to a point where it was like, okay, this is a mainstream fad. And then the people who were originally wearing grills because that's what they wore right. are now like, wait a minute. And it, it kind of switched. So it died down for a little while. And then when uh, the newer generation, it kind of came out, just like, yeah, I need grills. And it just came back. Right. The younger kids sort of brought the shit back. That's right, dope. Right. That's what's up. All right. So music, the drive slow joint with Kanye, which was 
when Kanye was in, like, at the best of his, his shit. Talk to me about how that happened. How did you wind up working, like, the origins of that song? Walk me through the whole Kanye experience, because then we're going to get to the new Kanye experience. Man, it all. I, I originally met Kanye. <laughs> give him album, another album mixtape review. <laughs> now, I originally met Kanye when I made his grills, and even then, I met him kind of on some shaky circumstances because I was, you know, uh, on a label with another rapper who he had met, and there, whatever situation didn't go too good. They're all, you know, they were supposed to be in the studio, and they ended up not working out in the studio. So when I seen him, he, you know, was like, yeah, what's up with your boy, this and that? And I'm like, hey, look, we're on the same label, but I'm my own person. Whatever you got with him, you know, whatever. And he was like, hey, what's up with these grills? Matter of fact, when I first met him, we were at a King Magazine photo shoot for up-and-coming kings and it was like uh you know top basketball player who's 17 a millionaire under the age of 20 author you know all kind of just different people common was there as an actor kanye was there right. as a, a record exec uh for good music or whatever right. i was there for entrepreneur for grill so it was all like kind of high kanye walk in the door it's like a super industry we in new york everything's super industry he walk in like man it's some old industry shit and he just bust out freestyling and he then started when, freestyling. He started freestyling, and of course, did everybody, anyone ask him to freestyle? No, nah, no, nope, no. Nah. He just was like, so we can say he hasn't changed. Yeah, he hasn't changed. <laughs> he, he was just like, this is supposed to be a hip hop event where I ain't know where the hip hop at. Right. And he just busted out with a freestyle, and then when he was done, it was like back to silence, and he was like, damn, that's it. I was trying, I'm trying to get a cipher going. Now I'm from Houston, so. Freestyling is like in our blood, so especially at that time, wow. you couldn't you couldn't tell me I couldn't shit. I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna hold it down for zero. I'm gonna hold it down for Slim Thug. I'm gonna hold it down for DJ Screw, Fat Pat. I'm about to hold it down for Lil Kiki right now, Mumby. Those are so, real Houston motherfuckers out there. A lot of motherfuckers ain't clapping. <laughs> so I, you know, I. Spit some stuff off the top of the head too, so you know, of course, and it, you know, I, I think you know that was a little bit of camaraderie of, of course, you know, he seen I was about my shit. I wouldn't just, you know, and then that led to a, you know, what's up with your boy, and then that led to a man like your grill man, and then that led to a, shit, I'm grills on wheels. I got my grill kid in the bag. What's up? You want a grill? <laughs> and then shit, he was like, yeah, let's go on, let's go downstairs real quick. Went out there, got his grill mode, and then this was around the time when he did uh diamonds off forever, diamonds from Sierra Leone. He, uh, he, this also, we have something here where we used to have in Galveston called the Kappa, the Kappa Beach Party. Okay. And basically it would be like, it was like the Freaknik kind of. Okay, okay. But it was just, we would all go down there the third weekend in April, and it was loosely organized. It was put together by Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity. That's why it's called the Kappa. But it really wasn't like a organized as you pay to get on the beach. It was just, we were out there having, everybody was out there having fun. Right. So we would, it was just a legendary, iconic thing for, you know, Texas. People would come down from all over. So, you know, that that's just kind of how we all kind of, we would go out there for fun. Do I, the last year at the Kappa, Kanye was out there. He was like, hey, what you doing? Um, his, this is when his grills were ready. We made him his grills, they ready. Hey, well, yeah, I'm about to bring you your grills. See, y'all. Well, I'm coming down to Houston to come to this Kappa shit. What is this Kappa shit? I'm going out there with Scarface. Okay, shit, you coming down there with Scarface? Yeah, I'm coming down there with Scarface. He was getting his music mixed. Mike Dean was mixing his music. So we pull up on him at the studio with Mike Dean, give him his grills. Of course, that led to something else, led to some other grills for the crew, led to some, you know, a few other things. And then his A&R was somebody named Plain Pat. Okay. Plain Pat, he just, you know, managed, uh, found Kid Cudi, bunch of other people. He always, you know, he was an A&R for, uh, for Def Jam for a long time. I, I came up 15 years old doing promotions, street promotions for Def Jam. That's how, that's how I got my foot into the, to the industry. Nobody want to hear somebody up and coming rap. Everybody rap. Everybody right. rap. Right. So Let me rap for you. Let me rap for you. Yeah, yeah. So you got to find your way in. You can't get in through the front door. You got to get in through the side door, the garage, the back door, whatever, you know. Shit. So that was me. That was my way to get in was doing street promotions. So I was already kind of, I knew a few people from Def Jam, this and that. Then at that time, though, I was making a little noise. That, you know, we had still tipping out, sitting sideways, came out, was just, just about to come out. Hello. Yeah. Shout out Big Pokey. What's up? All right, all right. And Plain Pat was like, look, man, matter of fact, Plain Pat tried to sign me, but L.A. Reid was trying to sign Chameleon there at the time. Me and Chameleon, we came out as a group. Then we went our own ways as solo artists. Plain Pat was trying to sign me. L.A. Reid trying to sign Chameleon there. Ended up neither one of us got signed. But me and Plain Pat was always cool. He was like, hey, yo, look, I know you just did these grills for Kanye. 
I'm working on his album. He said he fuck with you, he fuck with your rhymes, you know, whatever. I got a, we got a song we might use, we might not use it. You know, I don't know, that was just like the, uh, uh, that was the insurance policy in case I come with something whack, you know what I'm saying? They weren't promising they was gonna use it, but they were like, you know, they dangling the carrot. Hey, if you come with some fire, we might use it. But hey, I, I, all I need is opportunity, so I ain't tripping. So I took the opportunity, it was like, hell yeah, I did my thing in my studio, sent it to him. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. So but when, you, when you did it, you weren't there with him? I did it here in Houston in my studio. He sent you the beat? He sent me the beat. And, and is the beat, is the beat what the we beat. heard? But and is it the beat, was the beat finished? The beat was pretty much finished. And the song, it was just, it's called Drive Slow. Okay, that's it. That's all I knew it was about. Mm. I mm. did my verse. He was like, man, I like it, but I got some other stuff I want you to do. I want you to try some stuff, man. Are you down to come out to LA? I think we recorded it in LA at the record plant somewhere in LA. He was like, man, you down to come to LA to, uh, to do, to, you do the same verse, just do it over. I want to be there when you do it. Okay, cool, yeah, hell yeah, shit. What I'm gonna say, no? So yeah, I, I went. I, I happened to be in LA. He was like, yeah, we're gonna be here for this week recording. I went out there. On the way to the studio, too, we got pulled over. The limo driver was swinging too wide. We, and, and that was in the MTV Punk days. So I'm like, the whole time, my mom like, man, they not gonna punk me. If they punk me, I'm going to jail. Cause I'm getting in a fight or something. I Ashton Kutcher's no gonna pop yeah, out. Yeah, I was, man, it was not, I had a, we had an in-house rule. <laughs> Man, anybody set me up to get punk, you fired no matter who you are. So shit, you better, you better let me know ahead of time, cause I ain't even nah. I was so I was man, one time we got off the airplane, the, the police, they thought we, you know, I don't know, man. They hemmed us up. I cussed the police smooth out, cause I thought I was being punked. Come to find out I wasn't being punked. It was some air marshals, like, oh man. So I ain't never been punked, but I thought I'd been punked a few times and it didn't end too well for me. But so anyway, we end up at the uh, you know, I end up at the studio. He's like, okay, come upstairs, GLC, me and GLC upstairs. Kanye, come over here, this is what I want you to do. Downstairs in the room, Nas is doing his verse for the same album. And he, you know, shit, I did my thing. Okay, I want you to do this, whatever, try something to do. Okay, bet, well, I'm, you know, shit, I do my thing. Because some people, they just take what you give them. But he got something in mind that he wants. So he like, not necessarily like he want to tell me what to say, but he like, man, he want to tell me how to say it, kind of, or kind of like... You know, and this is something that I always wondered about you being an actor to not doing being a podcast. When you're an actor, they telling you what to say, right? But you know, I, I know you do other things other than the podcast too. But with the podcast, you get to say what the fuck you want. That's one of the things we I love about yeah. the podcast is 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 you know we start when we want, we stop when right. we want, we we can say what we want, we can say it how we want, we yeah. want to say it. We on fact check. Yeah. We no fact checking, yeah. zero fact checking, zero. And, and, but yeah, that was that was that was it for the song, and then you know we did the song, and he like yeah, we we ended up getting hype wins. He got hype wins to direct the video. I was shit. That's the only video I did with hype wins. So I'm like shit. I got a video with hype shit and a song with Kanye. So so he let me put it on my album, and he put it on his album. I'm like damn man. And even like even then, like when they let me put it on my album, Craig Calvin at uh, Atlantic was like, yeah, I got an idea. Why don't you put it on your album too? And I'm like, of course, why? Uh, yeah, but do you think he gonna let me put that on my album? He says, shit, you know, we cool with Jay-Z. Jay-Z, the president of Def Jam. If they say it's cool, then we're going to work it out. So, hey, man, work it out. Yep. Jay-Z was like, hey, man, I fuck with Paul Wall. We're not going to charge him extra. We're not going to charge him for the beat. We're not going to charge him a clearance fee. Says, shit, Jay-Z, that's my boy. Yeah. My boy. That's dope. Brooklyn. All right, so my last question is this. So, because obviously we respect Kanye. We like to break his balls because uh, it's just too easy not to. Yeah. Um. So when you see, when you, you've worked with him, obviously we, you know, I know like I'm a fan of his and all that stuff. When you see like the evolution of where he is, you know, uh, now from when you worked with him in like that beginning where like it was like sort of like across the board, like everybody was like, I fuck with him, I'm a huge fan or you respect him. It was right, one right. of those things. Like what, what is your take on the whole Kanye phenomenon? Because like the last few months of Kanye have been so... Polarizing. Right, right. Like, I mean, what, part what is of it, like, you know, when I worked with him, which, I mean, I, I'm not going to front, I, I only, it was only, a, a, you know, I'm not going to say, like, he's my best friend. I'm right. texting him every day like that. You know, I worked with him a few times. We performed together a few times. You know, I, he was always 100 straight up with me. You know, but when you walk into something where you don't know somebody, of course, you know, I don't really, I didn't know him like that when I first met him. So I'm, you know, just peeping the scene, people and everything. You could kind of see glimpses of like what we see now, now that there's social media showing all of us, you know, so it's, it, but to me, I kind of always wonder like, everything that happened, we didn't hear nothing for a while and all of a sudden it was like, 
two, three weeks of nonstop, you know, TMZ ran, uh, everything, you know, left to right. And it was like, then all of a sudden we don't hear nothing no more. Do so you I'm, think it was like just literally, like, know. is he a fucking See, genius? A part, part of me is like, I don't even want to get into none of what he says or what he said because it's kind of like, man, it, I don't want to bite the bait of it's just a publicity stunt. I like biting bait, Paul. But, <laughs> man, I bite the fucking bait. But the, the, I bite it, I chew it. I suck it, then I spit yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, my, that's my Achilles heel is biting the fucking bait. Yeah. Yeah, but the other part is, you know, everything he's saying, we got to take into consideration too. Everything he said, whether any of us agree with it or not, we think he's crazy. Those are things that people in this country believe. Right. And sometimes we, it, it, we're so uh, tribalized now where we only, I only hang with my crew. I only listen to what I want to listen to. Right. I only listen to the podcast. I am Michael Rapport podcast. Right, the, right. The, the, po the podcast that I listen to. It's you know, cool. this, like it. Everything, you know, like we're so much of a, a Netflix society where we choose what we want to uh, consume. You know, where... I don't know sometimes what the guy on the other side of the street's consuming, so I, I think he's like me, but I don't realize that motherfucker is the complete opposite of me. Right. right. So, right. you know, we got to take into consideration that, yes, Kanye's saying these things, but there are a lot of people in this country who feel that way, whether they're right or wrong. So right. my take is just... Be fair. You know, yeah, we got to hear each other out because yep. we all feel how we feel coming from our perspective. So if me and you, uh, me and G. Moody disagree, well, maybe if I was living in his shoes and was raised and born how he was, then maybe I would feel how he feels. If he was living in my shoes, he might feel how I feel. Right. So, I, you know, I disagree with a lot yeah. of people. And this is something that I, I feel like, too, just because, you know, I see some of the comments sometimes, like, for your, for your podcast, you have so many listeners and fans from all ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So there are people who will listen to love Trump, people who listen to hate Trump, people to listen that don't even give a fuck one way or the other, you know, so right. it, 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 it kind of the same, similar with me where I would always come in, often come into contact with people who are of all walks of life, all genders, all races, all classes, so just because this person don't agree with me or feel like I feel, I just still would like, I just kind of learn to just respect how they feel and just, you know, I don't want to get into a back and forth That's argument right. type shit, you know, right. respect each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right, ladies and hey, gentlemen, hey, give but, it up hey, but, for Paul Wall. Hey, but hey, but sometimes you gotta. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sometimes you gotta give them the island treatment. Oh though. no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I got to tell the people listening to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast about our friends at MyBookie.ag the number one online sports action site for three straight years. I've been cashing out on preseason NFL action. You bet, you win. You know who's going to win, right? You know what you're doing, right? You put your money where your mouth is, lay down some cash, and win big today. MyBookie.ag. Join the thousands of online players just like me and start betting at MyBookie. Sign up, collect a 100% bonus, and double your bankroll on the house. It's on the house. Just use the promo code Rappaport, R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T, to get started today at MyBookie. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and all-new best-in-class mobile website that makes wagering on the go a breeze. It's easy to use, it's fast to use, and it's efficient. And unlike some other websites you might find, MyBookie offers fast, no-hassle payouts when you win. Use the promo code Rappaport to activate offers. Visit MyBookie.ag today or call 844-900-BETS, B-E-T-S. You play, you win, you get paid ASAP. Expert or rookie, you gotta check out my bookie. Sign up today. All right, Miles Jordan. Let me get that sick fuck of the week theme music. Yeah. That's the sick fuck of the week. The sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned. It goes out to a person with a certain. <laughs> Not everybody could be a sick fuck of the week. Not everybody. All right, so the sick fuck of the week, you guys know, uh, you know how we get down. Uh, I'll, my, G Gerald, I'll let you... Uh, Number one. Rattle off the first... And, and I just want you to know, all of these sick fucks of the week actually look like... Sick fucks, of course. So... 
Number one, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, this sick fuck put rat poison in the cheese at a pizza restaurant. An employee at Primo Pizza. Detectives have charged and arrested Ricky Lee Adamy. Anybody named Ricky Lee, you know you're, you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta keep eyes on. <laughs> Ricky Lee, 55, was uh, distributing food containing noxious material. The manager was preparing the pizza when he observed an unknown substance mixed with the shredded cheese. He tried to bake the rat poison in the pizza. Yeah. In my pizzeria. Why would you do that? Shockingly, sick fuck of the week number two comes from Okachibi, Florida. Of course. This sick fuck brought his pet spider monkey with him shopping to Home Depot. The pet spider monkey didn't want to go shopping at he Home Depot, got out of the cage and started running around the Home Depot, scaring the shit out of customers. Leave your fucking monkey at home. Word. It's bad enough that you got a pet spider monkey, you cocksucker, and you want to bring it to Home Depot? The, the monkey ain't asked you to go to Home Depot. The monkey's not getting paint supplies. Leave the motherfucker home, man. Can I do the next one? <laughs> In Fort Myers, Florida, two six fucks were arrested for animal cruelty for beating cows with metal rods at a dairy farm. Let that sink in. Nothing happens without a thought. So you gotta think to go beat the fucking cow. At this same cow farm, another worker was arrested for kicking a cow. If you don't like the cows, get a new job, you, you sick fuck you. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, this guy looks like a sick fuck, behaves like a sick fuck, He's walking around local stores such as Target and stripping his clothes off, running up and down the aisles. And as usual, this guy from Tulsa, John Stanford. <laughs> I don't understand. If, why would you, why don't you stay at home and be naked? Yeah. You want to go to Target? That's how you shop? Butt ass? Up and down the aisles? And you got to run? Why are you naked? Why don't why you, you naked? Why don't you have clothes on, Duke? Exactly. Finally, finally in Forest Hill, Alabama, a sick fuck tried to rob a bank by passing the bank manager a note saying he needed $6,000 from the bank vault. The note said if she didn't comply, he would sexually assault her. But if she gave him the $6,000, he would reward her with sexual favors. Oh. If you give me the uh, six grand, you can give me a mic check. This guy's a real sick fuck. <laughs> It's not, it's not give me the money or I'm going to kill you. It's give me the money or I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, either this guy's got a great sense of humor or he should be locked under the fucking jail. Word, yeah. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. It's not a stick, man. It's about fucking. Y'all so amped up. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm going to let the crowd participation participate. <laughs> Because later on in the show, believe it or not, I got my vows. One of our best fans is renewing his 25-year wedding anniversary. So I'm going to take a few questions from fans. If you guys got any questions for me or G. Moody, uh, you could ask him. Not you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we could, we could have a little uh, conversation. Anybody got any questions? You, okay, just stand, stand up loud. Hey, who from the Stern Show Fantasy League are you most excited to give the Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment? Good question. <laughs> Good question. The question is, who from the Stern League am I most excited about giving the Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment? I see that. That's dope. Now, of course, I always have eyes for Baba Booey. 
I always have eyes for Gorilla Face Gary. But this year, this year, the guy who I'm going to be focusing on, the guy who I'm going to be looking for, a nice, fresh, clean Wonder Bread bag, is that fuck Brent. Who? <laughs> Uh, him I want him bad I want him I want him bad so he's the guy I got I got eyes for you yeah yeah repeat the question repeat the question is Air Moody doing any more dunks in the future so y'all saw I, I completed that let's do let's do our third city poll we did a poll in Toronto? Yeah. We did a poll in, uh, what were we, Boston? New York? No, not Boston, New York. New York. And then another place. So, to his face, this is, this is a place of honesty. You guys came out to see the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We love the fans, Hell obviously. Yeah. So, honesty is important. If you think G. Moody dunked, raise your hand. Yeah. See? Okay, now, now I, I, I expect I expect all the black people's hands should be raised. You, you happy I, about this guy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. This fucking guy. Take him out of here. I don't. Tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Tell him to shut the fuck up, Moody. Yeah. <laughs> all the, right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you think G. Moody did not dunk, raise your hands. Oh, uh, all right. All right. All right, so to answer your question, yes, I'm gonna go for it again because I got injured and I couldn't work out. But now I'm all, I'm all good. Okay. Good what? coke and rum, okay. I'm good. Oh, shut the fuck up, I'm gonna use Yo, my Let fuck. me go over here and we'll deal with this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sit, sit the fuck down. Tiger Woods did not read my book. That motherfucker will remain in second place until he fully embraces his love for waitresses at TGIF Friday yeah. and Applebee's. I don't judge you, Tiger. We know you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Skeet and compete. Skeet and compete. Because if you don't skeet, you can't compete. If you don't skeet, you can't compete. I'll say it one more time, if you don't ski, you <laughs> fucking guy, man. I don't, I don't like, I don't like any jack faking motherfuckers. And if you're faking jacks, it's gonna cut. First of all, the guy said, his first thing he, when he said he was, he wasn't black. That's when you knew you had a fucking doozy on your head. Yeah, hands. he's disqualified. And now you're out here trying to play like you're, 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 you're Johnny Friendly, you're Mr. Homebody. Yeah, we know who you is. If he, he should fuck Nike, fuck Gatorade, get an endorsement deal with Schlitz Malt Liquor, <laughs> and embrace the fucking guy who you really are. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna answer all the questions, I promise. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna bring this couple up to renew their 25 year vows. The show ain't over, but I would just appreciate I, so I don't have to scream the whole time because yeah. literally I'm going to have no voice. All right, you guys, come on up here. Let me get some music for them, Miles. Yeah. All right. Luis. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, meet the Hernandez. Yes. Houston's own. 25 years now, believe it or not, believe it or not, you can't carry six or more dildos in this state, but you can become an ordained minister in 15 minutes online. I yeah. am an ordained minister. Yes. All right, so 25 years. Luis and Lourdes Hernandez, 25 years. You, you're going to renew your vows. That's right, that's right, my best man. Okay, G. Moody's your best man. Yes, of course, I'm always best. All right. Lourdes, do you have any reservations about renewing your vows 25 years? No. Say it louder. No. She sounds convincing. Yeah. You sound scared shit. You've been, yeah. you've been with this guy 25 years. It can't get any worse. The lights, you see that little light down there? That's the fucking light down there. 
Lewis, 25 years. That's right, 25, man. Yeah. Going strong. You, All did, right. you did a bid. Good bid. So, Lord, is, do you solemnly swear to take this cocksucker <laughs> for 25 to 50 more hard-loving years? She agrees. And Lewis, 25 years you haven't fucked up. <laughs> Not Do yet. Do you solemnly swear to take this beautiful woman for 25, 50, till death do you part? Because if you don't, I'm going to get my fucking baseball bat and break your fucking head. The one and only, my warrior, always. I do. All right. Yes. Although you probably are so sick and tired of it, one more time for the next rest of your life, happy marriage, you may re-kiss the bride. Yes. Yes. Congratulations to the Thank lovely you guys. I appreciate it. You guys give it up for true love, Lewis and Lourdes Hernandez. All right, this has been a great show. What's your favorite thing about Houston? Repeat the question. The favorite, what's the favorite thing about Houston? My favorite thing about Houston, and, and listen, I'm not gonna front, we haven't spent that much time here in my years. It's Akeem. I, 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 okay, you, you give, you give, you go. My, my favorite thing is Akeem Olajuwon. M the first and, thing and wait, that- Wait, 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 one more, one more. Willie D, Scarface. Mike Dean, Jay Prince, Rap a Lot Records, Bushwick Bill. My my favorite thing. Oh zero. Oh zero's in the house. Zero. My four. Of course. Of course. I didn't want to cause a riot, but zero's in the house. And we put him up there with the upper echelon of Houston hip hop. Pardon me, man. When, when, when I think of Houston, I think of childhood memories of Monday Night Football with the great Howard Cosell and Earl Campbell with his tearaway jerseys Word. and his big fucking legs running over people. Yeah. I think of Moses Malone, the great Moses Malone. Hell yeah. Robert Reed, Alan Level, all these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, you know, whether you're a Rockets fan, live or die, like, yo, Houston sports, when Houston used to go at it with the, with the, with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the snow and the wet, my Love, man, Pas yep. what was it, Pastargic, what was the quarterback's name? Dan Pastorini. Pastorini. Love your blue. Bum Phillips with the, with the hat on and all that shit. Hell yeah. We know that shit, man. Nolan Ryan. Bad News Bears breaking training. Let them play. Let them play. Yeah. Let them play. See, there's a lot of young motherfuckers in here. <laughs> the young people are like, what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? All right, you know what? We said we were going to talk about Tony Romo. Miles, can I get that Willie Hutch? I'm going to give Tony, Tony yeah. Romo that Willie Hutch. <laughs> he got to get it. <laughs> That's that sweet Willie Hutt. Go ahead. Tony Romo. You wasn't shit, Duke. <laughs> yeah. All the other quarterbacks, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. When they got the ball, you had to worry about catching up. Yeah. But when Tony Romo got the ball, you just had to wait till he fucked up. Yeah. Inevitable interceptions. When we needed the most. I don't give a fuck how many how many blondes you've been you've been down with Tony Romo. You're a fucking loser. Word. I don't know why they gave you your own day to celebrate what 
and Mark Cuban, I fuck with you. I fuck with Shark Tank. Why are you giving this dude tryout on the layup line for the Mavericks? You might as well let Air Moody get out there and try to dunk. Try. No. Succeed. Tony Romo's a good broadcaster, but as a football player, you wasn't Batman. Yeah. You, you fucked up at the end. You wasn't Batman. You wasn't Superman. You not even Troy Aikman. Ah. Cut this. Ah. 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 All right. Tony Romo wasn't shit, man. Sorry. Eli Manning. <laughs> All right. Listen, you guys have listened to hundreds of I Am Rappaport stereo podcasts. The book, this book has balls, which is now available on paperback. You fucks you. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Money got you it right fucks. there. Give him credit. Him. Stand your ass He's up. He's the only one. Okay, okay, a couple. And uh, you, this whole section, not you, miss, but the rest of you guys, you cheap cocksuckers. You know how to fuck you. He's spent all she, his shit on Sarah. She likes jello. She likes jello. He spent all his shit on Sarah. Motherfucker, that's where the book went. <laughs> Listen, we're doing a meet and greet after the show. Yeah. Hold on. She likes the JBA. She likes the JBA. What the fuck is that? That's the that's the 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 the, the ball league. Where these two assholes shot the ball 76 oh, times yeah. in one game. Yeah, that was a farce, man. Damn, they fucked kids up with that. Can you imagine you're playing in a, in a basketball game and two assholes shoot the ball 76 Yo. times? The Yo. other three guys are out there for the cardio. I thought it was about the kids. Remember? You traded your eligibility for $1,000. Jesus. That's a fucking... Uh, uh, P.T. Barnum. Yeah, he ran on here. Yeah. That's a good, nice hustle. Yeah, hustle, man. All right, listen, finally, this goes out to Jerry Jones, you cocksucker, you. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> you got rid of the great Tom Landry and his dusty mothball hats, and then you had that fuck Jimmy Johnson Running the team, you had a good run, you kooky bastards, you. <laughs> he got a Botox, too. Who got Botox, Jerry Jones? Yeah. That's like getting my fucking shoe Botox. Yes. He looked, he, you should have saw him before. He looked like fucking Michael Myers out there, man. Listen, <laughs> we're doing an entire meet and greet. I got to say. We've been doing live shows for three years now. I think this might be the best live show we did is because yeah. of you guys. Hell yeah. Houston, we don't have no problem. Yeah. I want to thank you guys. We're going to hang out. Thank We're you guys talk for coming shit. out. Thank you guys for coming up. I am Rapport Stereo Word Podcast up. live from Houston. Word up. All right, I told you we shut shit down live. I want to thank our special guest, Paul Wall, for the hospitality, the Southern hospitality. Again, Wednesday in Philadelphia, August 22nd, live show, August 25th, Saturday night in Boston with special guests Warren Sapp and Jermaine Wiggins, and you never know who else is going to show up. Tickets are available at IamRappaportTour.com. That's IamRappaportTour.com. Miles, Jordan, take us out of here. Some nice, some real proper done.